I'm a big believer that if something isn't on your calendar, then it doesn't get done. And so I schedule essentially everything, whether it's my own workouts or uh, time to tackle specific high priority tasks, or of course, external meetings, all of it lives on my calendar. And I find that it both allows me to easily understand like what can actually fit into a day and thereby like uh, manage expectations. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Ablorde Ashigbi of Four Degrees. Ablorde, it's awesome to have you on the show. No, really excited to be here. Thank you for having me. No problem. Super excited to have you on as well, too. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Ablorde so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Ablorde is the CEO of Four Degrees, a Chicago-based technology company applying machine intelligence to help teams in relationship-driven industries manage their most important source of opportunity their professional networks. When he's not doing that, you can usually find him lifting weights, reading books, or eating barbecue. Ablorde, are you ready to speak to the IMCEO community? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Awesome. Well, let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit here, a little bit more on how you got started. Could you take us through your CEO story? We'll let you get started with your business. Absolutely. So the this business came for myself and my co-founder from really two places. The first is that we spent our careers in heavily relationship-driven industries. So directly before this, we both worked at a family office in Chicago that did a lot of kind of private investing. So think uh, private equity, venture capital. Uh, and then before then, we both worked in consulting. So management consulting, large Fortune 500 corporations. And across both of those worlds, the commonality was just how incredibly relationship-driven they were. So in the world of consulting, uh, the partner's capability to maintain these relationships with these Fortune 500 executives that ultimately would result in multi-million dollar deals were a function of how well they maintained that connectivity to those to those executives and ultimately how they used the network of the firm in order to get in the door in the first place. And then in investing, our ability to find interesting companies to invest in, to diligence those deals, and then ultimately make the investments and help the company succeed were again predicated on the relationship network that the investors could bring to bear. And the challenge in each one of those worlds was that there weren't really products that understood that to be true about how we operated. And so it ended up happening in a combination of Excel spreadsheets and Airtable bases and Google Sheets. Uh, we would try to jam them into a sales-based CRM like Salesforce, which is great at a lot of things, but long-term relationship management isn't really one of them. And so we saw the opportunity to build a product we wish we had. And then the second angle that this comes from for us is that myself and my co-founder both come from what we would describe to be under-networked backgrounds. So in my case, I'm the son of two West African immigrants who came to the U.S., didn't have a ton of relationships or networks to be able to lean on. And so we kind of directly seen firsthand how, you know, having a lack of relationship connectivity can directly result in opportunities not coming your way. Uh, and so we think there's an opportunity to fundamentally shift the way people manage and work with that in the long run as well. 
Nice. I, I definitely appreciate that and appreciate that, you know, as you said, and as I read in the bio, the, the opportunity within the opportunity to really be able to leverage that and in true entrepreneurial form, rather than, you know, just saying, hey, somebody should create X, Y, Z, you saw firsthand, you know, within the, the background that you had, but then decided to create um, that better mousetrap, I guess you can say, so that people can be able to, to leverage that, those, uh, their networks and that opportunity to be able to be successful. Yep. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I want to drill down a little bit deeper. Could you take us through um, exactly how Four Degrees works and how you serve the clients you work with? Absolutely. So what we provide to our customers is a product that they can use to collaboratively understand, manage, and leverage their relationship network. What that actually looks like in practice is a product that plugs into communication channels. So think email, calendar, as well as a number of third-party systems. We use that to get an understanding of who a team is connected to and communicating with. And then we apply a bunch of technology we've built on top of that to essentially give them back three things. The first is an enriched view of the team's relationships. It helps them best understand their best path to a given person or company. So to do that, we've built some relationship strength detection that helps you figure out which person is your best path in the door. We've also built some categorization that helps you slice that network by different characteristics in order to identify people who are whose areas of focus may help you solve for a specific problem. The second is that we go and search the world for information about those people in those companies. So if they've shown up in the news, if they publish content, change jobs, you're flying to their city, using all of those as opportunities to help you stay engaged with and ultimately best understand how to work with those people to move opportunities forward. And then the last is a bunch of flexible tools and lists that they can use to structure and organize and manage that information in one consolidated place. Nice. I, I definitely appreciate that. And I, I think so many times, you know, we have goals as, you know, professionals, really. Um, and we understand that a lot of times our networks are a great way in order for us to be able to get to those goals and reach those goals. But I think it, as you said, you know, in the very beginning of your story, just trying to understand exactly how to leverage it and what way to do that and being methodical and as far as like efficient and effective with it, uh, sounds like it's, it can be a lot more difficult than being able to use your tool to be able to kind of plug into what you have and then give you that data and information and also the the kind of tools of the trade to get there. Yeah, no, absolutely. You got, you got it 100% right. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And so what would you consider to be what I call your secret sauce? And this could be for yourself personally or your business or a combination of both, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Yeah, no, I certainly think it's the, the technology that underpinned us. So one of the elements that I described before was our capability of understanding the strength of the relationship. And so that's certainly an area that we think both leads to better outcomes for our customers, as well as kind of a differentiation for us. Uh, a similar one is the capability of doing some automatic categorization of the people and companies, which again allows a customer to come in on day one and not need to spend hours doing categorization and data entry and be able to answer really important questions about their network that uh, our product helps enable for them. And so I think it's the, the technology first, uh, technology forward approach we've taken to the problem that enables a lot of really good outcomes for our customers. Yeah, and that makes so much sense. And definitely correct me if I'm wrong. I, I almost feel like, um, and I say this a lot, you know, from a marketing standpoint, especially when you're able to use the data and you're able to make those decisions, it allows you to be more present in terms of building that relationship, it sounds like. So you don't have to figure out those things because that data is, you know, there for you. Um, and you're able to spend more time kind of engaging, it sounds like. 
Yeah, well, absolutely right. We think about the role of technology as it stands in the relationship management and development space it is not replacing the work you would do to engage with somebody, but rather getting rid of a lot of the manual work and effort one would have to do to be able to get to that point. And so exactly as you described, enables more time and energy to be spent doing the things that humans are uniquely capable of, which is truly engaging and connecting with one another. Yeah, absolutely. You can definitely, you know, throw away or, or virtually, I guess, throw away those, you know, air tables and Excel spreadsheets that you talked about in the beginning that a lot of people listening might be using and leveraging right now. Absolutely. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Yeah, for me, the biggest habit that makes me more effective is time blocking. So I'm a big believer that if something isn't on your calendar, then it doesn't get done. And so I schedule essentially everything, whether it's my own workouts or uh, time to tackle specific high priority tasks, or of course, external meetings, all of it lives on my calendar. And I find that it both allows me to easily understand like what can actually fit into a day and there can thereby like uh, manage expectations, but also it ensures that I know what it is I need to spend my time on at any given point. And so it removes almost a little bit of that decision-making overhead of needing to decide, should I be doing this right now or this or this other thing? And so for me, I find it to be pretty effective for uh, being more efficient. Yeah, I absolutely love that. I'm a big, you know, time blocker um, as well. And I think, as you said so well, it, it allows you to really see everything that you can be done. Done, And I think as we talked about with the technology um, aspect that you, you provide through Four Degrees, it allows you to, I think, be present in each of those slots because you don't have to worry about, did I, did I do X, Y, and Z? Do I have a time to do X, Y, and Z? Because you have everything planned out and it allows you to be present and be more effective and efficient. Yep, exactly right. Like spoken by a true uh, time blocker, I can. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And so um, I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget, and this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Yeah, I think my biggest nugget or piece of wisdom is to over-index on the quality of people that you work with. I think particularly when you're building something from scratch or from nothing, as is an early stage startup, the quality of the people are really the, you know, the driver of all other forms of success. The market you go after may change, the product you may build may change, how you market and go to market with that may change, but it's all going to be enabled by having a bunch of very talented, very smart, flexible people around you who also have the right values and integrity. And with and if so long as you index heavily on that, the rest will essentially see itself to fruition. Yeah, so I absolutely appreciate that nugget. And I think, you know, we see it, you know, during a time like this where, um, being able to kind of invest and as you said, index in, into uh, the people and to quality people allows you to, to be successful, obviously, in a time that you know, and you know everything that's going to happen. Um, but I think if you have those people that are flexible, which is a strong word that you use, it allows you to also make sure that you have the people that are able to be flexible, able to come up with the solutions and the changes and won't be kind of caught off guard by all the unexpected things that might happen, you know, in any given time within a business. Yeah, no, that's uh, very much aligned with how I think about it. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And so I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping now different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So a, a, a lower day, what does being a CEO mean to you? 
think being a CEO is being in service of all the others around you. You're trying to build something that's in service of society and of service to your customers. You're, as a leader, trying to be of service to your team and enabling them to not only execute on the goals of the business, but to enable them to advance their own professional and personal ambitions through the lens of the company and the role that they hold with you. Um, and so I see the CEO position as fundamentally a service role and being a CEO means being in service. Yeah. And that makes so much sense. And I'm glad, you know, you, you broke down those different levels of service as well, too, because I think so many times we think about our clients and the people that we serve. And of course, that's important, but we also have to you know keep in mind those um, that are around us on our teams and those that uh, maybe even depend on those people that are on the team as well, too. And I think when we start to kind of look at that holistically, we start to see with every you know decision or every decision we don't make, we, we are making an impact that goes well beyond who we are and what we do. Absolutely. Awesome. 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 Well, I definitely appreciate that. And I appreciate your time even more. What I want to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. Yeah. I mean, probably the second thing I would have said around the CEO nugget would have been the, the importance of relationships and business and not to top my own book too much, but I do fundamentally believe that the most important events or transactions are similar or underpinned by relationships and by how well those relationships have been managed over time. And so um, if I had to pick a second, it would certainly be that. Uh, in terms of how to best get in touch with me or the team, uh, so first, the company website, fourdegrees.ai. Uh, the second, I personally am at Ablorde, so my first name at fourdegrees.ai, uh, or I'm fairly active on Twitter at Ablorde.sys. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, we'll definitely have those links um, and information in the show notes. And I definitely love that that second nugget. Um, and I think it, it falls right in line with everything that you do. And I think so many times we forget um, how important the network is and how that human aspect of business, which we often can kind of zoom over, is entirely important. And when we have tools like the ones that you have all been working on, it allows us to optimize that even more and to be even more present and, and more effective. So definitely appreciate all the awesome work you're doing. Appreciate your time, of course. And I hope you have a great of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.